This is the Mindful Experiment Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Vic. Excited that you're here. This podcast is all about diving deep into the mind and understanding this experiment or this game we call life. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. The biggest battle we will ever have to face is the battle between you and you. It's the battle of taking your mind to that limit and then breaking through. On the Mindful Experiment podcast, we will share concepts, universal laws, and interviewing individuals who have done just that, who have gone through the dark times and through those moments, allowed their light to shine bright. I'm your host, Dr. Vic Manzo, and I want to thank you for listening to the podcast and taking this journey with me as we discover different avenues to break through those limits, expand your reality, and evolve into the person you desire to be. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Everyone, welcome. This is Dr. Vic, and you are on the Mindful Experiment. Today's episode is going to be something that uh, I think it may rub people the wrong way. And if it does, we're just challenging your level of thought. We're challenging your 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 the way you view life and so forth. If you're just a new listener to the show, um, one thing I never do is judge because judgments, when you judge somebody or what they do or how they are, how can you judge someone when they're just doing their best and that's all they can do? So in this podcast, it may come off that way, but it is not in any way designed to be a judging type of thing. The kind of concept of this podcast for today, this episode is going to be more focused on kind of shaking things up 
kind of breaking you through a pattern that you didn't know existed, having you see things in a different perspective than what you normally do see them as. So it can allow you to be a little freer, live more of a fulfilled truth that you desire to live and not be caught up in uh, a conditioning and a programming. In today's episode, we're talking about the average person. What is mediocrity? What does the average person do? And so I'm going to dive right in, guys. When we look at the average person, there are some common traits that we'll see. Most of the time, people, the average person or mediocrity, never focuses on themselves. They focus on others. They don't think they're responsible for their life. It's the victimhood of others that creates their life. So, for example, if life sucks, it's because of X, Y, Z. Not because of me. I have nothing to do with it because I really want to have a great life. I really want to have a life that's absolutely amazing. But it's because of the economy. It's because of Donald Trump. It's because of X, Y, Z. Whatever you want to put your name on it, that's why you're not getting and achieving what it is you desire. It's a bullshit excuse and it's a victim mindset which has been programmed into society for who knows how long. And so when you look at that perspective, that's the concept of the average person. It's never my fault. It's always something else. I was dealt bad hand. I was dealt bad cards. And that's just my life. But in reality and in truth, you're not. See, life is always amazing no matter what. Because even if you were dealt a bad hand which I believe we all have, not the perfect hand all the time. You know, it's like the saying goes, if, you, if, the, if, if, if you're given lemons, make lemonade. Do the best you can with it. Turn it into something great. You are an alchemist. You can turn lead into gold. You can turn shit into gold. I mean, hell, you can turn it however you want. You are an alchemist. And you can never be a victim because if the universe is always working for you, in order for something to happen to you, you had to manifest it in some shape or form. It it was your leading thought. It was your leading emotion. It was the thing you focused on most. So if something bad happens, there was some sort of pull or attraction or some sort that you created to have that experience. So... The average person will always blame someone else. It's never their fault. It's just life. This is how it is. And I just have to deal with it. And I have no say. How, how, how powerful does that sound? Or powerless? And that's the concept. But that's the average man. Let's take it into a different arena. An arena that kind of drives me nuts at times. Sports. I love the average person is going to sit on the stands and judge the players thinking they could do better. Judge how stupid they are for making a choice and rat them out and yell at them no matter what. If a coach makes a bad call and it ends up being a horrible play or something horrible, the whole, oh, he's stupid, he's an idiot, he's that, she's that, whatever it may be, thinking you're better. right? Because the average person thinks they know it all. The average person thinks they have the best response, the best comments, the best answers. Even better than some of the professionals. Because I always look and say, well, they're over there and you're here. You're on the stands ready to get then getting on the court. So yeah, you're going to make comments and think that you know better. But do you really? No. You don't. Even if sometimes you're, I mean, I've been, I've been 
up in baseball world for 25 years. I played played up to semi-pro in many different leagues and played with ex-minor leaguers. I played with ex-major league players or players who were in the majors for a little bit. And one thing I, I always learned is that it, it it's always in the team effort. It's If we're not doing well, I'm always like, what can I do to help contribute? Right? It's not going up and hitting a home run. It's how can I help the team overall take it to the next level mentally and really make those changes that we look to do. And so that's the concept when it comes to sports. I mean, people think they know better. People think they know better than the, the leadership and so forth. And I'm not saying that the leadership or the coaches or the players make always the best decisions. I think we are, we're human. We're going to make flawed decisions. But at the same token... You have to understand that you don't know everything because guess what? You're sitting on the stands. They're on the court. They're on the field. They're on the ice. You're on the stands. What does that tell you? The average person would rather choose, choose to be on the stands than rather be in the field. They rather watch someone's success instead of be the success. That's a huge difference there. Successful people focus on them and only them. They focus on what they can do to grow every single day. They focus on how they can be a better person every single day. And yeah, are people going to judge? You better believe it. Mediocrity always judges. Mediocrity always thinks they have the best comments. Because when they put someone else down, it makes them feel good deep down, even unconsciously. Because they feel like they're a little better. Right? They can they can go, wow, look at them. See? They think they're all good and this and that. Well, look at that. They're a failure. They made a mistake. Who cares? Look at them. They're, you know, whatever. If you don't think so, look at Elon Musk. Look at all the media bashing him for what he's doing right now. They've been bashing him for over a year, saying he's not going to do it. Oh, look, his, his profits are down. He has to let people go. I can't believe it. Like, no company has ever laid people off. Come on, give me a break. But does he let it phase him? No. Does he let it get to him? I mean, his critics are bashing him right now about wanting to change the public, the, the company to private instead of public. But who cares? He knows what he has to do, and he don't care what other people think. He's not going to let that persuade them. An average person is the one complaining about what Elon Musk is doing. The average person is thinking they know better than Elon Musk. And so when you look at life, where are you in that perspective? The second phase of, of sports that always amazes me is people think they're part of the team. I'm, I'm a big Chicago Cub fan. Even though I'm a Chicago fan, I just I favor the Cubs a little more. Um, it's always amazing how people will say, well, look, we, 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 got, we got this player or we won today. And I'm always looking at that statement going, you're not part of the team. Like, where did you play on the field? Are you part of the management? Are you part of the leadership? Are you part of the, the front office? Where, where are you at in this whole thing? And it's because people don't have something in their life, so they want to go look at somewhere else and say, oh, my God, yeah, I'm, I'm a Chicago Cub fan. The Cubs won. You know, when the Cubs won the World Series, there was more Cub fans coming out of the woodworks than ever before. I mean, I've been a Cub fan since I was seven years old. 27-plus years I've been a Cub fan. I've been through the, the almost horrible, heartbreaking seasons, and I've been through the seasons that, you know, we almost had a chance and just missed it. But <clears throat> one of the things I had to understand, and I had to break away from this because I used to think the same way, is that I'm not part of the team. What the heck do I do? 
they win a World Series, I still got to show up the next day to, in my office. I got to still do what I need to do. I'm not getting a massive ring. I'm not getting millions of dollars. I'm not getting any of that. So, yeah, I'm happy the Cubs won the World Series. Yeah, it was an amazing time when they did. And I was really happy. But it was more for just like an entertainment purpose for me. Like, holy cow, they did it. That's so cool. Congrats to those young guys. Congrats. This may be the last time they ever see it. See, because when I look at sports, I'm always looking at the human side of things and how do they break through some of those mental barriers that they have to strive to break through to get to that next level. And I love seeing it when they do something like that, when they when all odds are against them and they still can push through. I'll never forget Kurt Schilling for the Boston Red Sox had a massive cut on his ankle. He pitched the game before. He came in the next game for the relief to try to shut down. I forgot who they were playing, but they were trying to shut them down to win the World Series and they did, and, and, and get through. And they did. And it was amazing. I was always like, man, what's the mental capacity they had to push themselves through to get to that level, break through, and be able to soar? But the average person, they're going to think they're a part of the team. The average person is going to cheer on someone else besides themselves. How many times people have a favorite player and they praise that favorite player? We teach our kids to do the exact same thing. And they get stuck in the same programming that the parents do. You know, I will not, I mean, don't get me wrong. I have players who I love to see because they break mental barriers. Cubs, Jason Hayward. People were bashing him, saying how horrible he was and it was a waste of money that the Cubs did all this. And, of course, it's all the average people saying these things. And I kept saying, he has heart. This guy's going to do whatever it takes. And, hell, this season, two years later, he's starting to show that. And now everyone's like, oh, my God, Hayward, he's coming back around. Hayward, this and that. And it's like, you freaking media. You know, it, it, it frustrates me. But at the same token, it's, it's looking at an individual. And, again, for me, it's looking at an individual and saying, are we going to break through some barriers? Because then I look at my life, and when there's times where I hit that wall, when there's times I drift, when there's times I feel like, man, I'm not, I'm not getting to that where I want to be, I start to look at it and say, man, if Hayward had that issue and he came around, then I know I can too. And it gives me the hope to keep pushing forward. Find, you know, Keep working on my craft. Keep working on my skills. Sharpening my knife and making sure I'm getting stronger, better, and growth and focusing on it daily, no matter what people say. That's the concept. You know, average people are going to praise others except themselves, right? How many times they wear a jersey with another player's name on it, praising that player? Who's praising you? Because let me tell you, if you're not doing it, no one is. The average person always looks outside themselves. The average person is always going to praise someone outside of them. I was at a seminar one time. And I'll never forget the speaker said this, and it totally, you know, thankfully I never owned a jersey with someone's name on it. But it was something amazing because what ended up happening was, is he talked about how he would never, ever wear a player's jersey. Ever. The only jersey he would ever wear is his own. And I was like, okay, I could somewhat see that. I'm like, let me sit back and let me see what else he says. And then he dived in deeper. He started talking about how when it comes to the player, the only time he would wear their jersey if they wore his jersey. The only time he would ever cheer for a player and wish to you know, constantly cheer him on and so forth if they were cheering him on in his life. 
You see, because what he was saying was, I need to be the number one person cheering myself on. I have to be my biggest supporter, my biggest fan, my biggest everything. And if I'm not, then who is? No one. End of that seminar, I went out and bought my custom-made jerseys for my wife and I with our names on the back and saying number one. The number one on the back of our jerseys because we are number one in our lives. And that's the only jersey I'll ever wear. Every time I go to a Cubs game, that's a jersey I'm wearing. Because I need to be my biggest fan because there's no one else doing that. And I'm not going to focus on what other people are doing or what's going on in their lives and so forth because it's irrelevant. Because the only life I need to focus on is mine. Now, you may say that's a little selfish. But here's the thing. I focus on me to be the best version I can be. I focus on me to help me focus, to grow, and expand every single day. When I'm being the best version of me, my wife wins. My patients win. My family wins. My friends win. Anyone I encounter wins. When I'm the worst version of me, nobody wins. So as much as that sounds selfish, because an average person would think that, it's not. Because I'm always making sure I'm in my best state. Because then when I'm being my best, my wife sees the best version of me. When I'm with practice members, they see the best version of me. Everybody gets to see the best version of me. Who really wins? Average people will always act like they know everything. Average people are the the know-it-alls. They give you the comments. They're telling you what you should do in your life. Instead of asking you, what do you want to do? The average people are the ones that talk behind your back when they don't want to uh, focus on, um, they don't want to say it in front of you, so they go behind your back and talk behind you. Those are the average people. The average people get caught up in gossip. The average people get caught up in other people's lives, reality TV, shows, things like that. They focus more on there than they focus on their own. They put more energy on what's going on in other people's lives and what's the newest story and the newest thing than focusing on what's going on with themselves and how they can grow and expand, facing their fears. You see, the average person, is focus is always away from them, right? I'm never responsible for my life. It's always other people because I'm a victim. I cheer for other people and their success, but not my own. I talk about others thinking I know better than you know, throwing comments, judgments, and so forth. I sit on the stands instead of being in the court. That's the biggest one for me. Ten years ago, I was at a seminar and that came up. And it was talking about there are two types of people in this world. The ones that go on the court and the ones that play in the stand, that sit in the stands. I said, there's no right or wrong with this. It's your choice of what you choose. But if you want to be on the court, or do you want to be in the stands? The people in the stands think they know it all. The people in the stands will make the judgments. The people in the stands humiliate people. They try to break people down so they can feel a false goodness. right? And I say false because you start to feel better. Sometimes when we put other people down, really it's a reflection of what we have within. That's really what it is. You're, you only can spew out of yourself whatever you have within you. So if you put people down, it's because you put yourself down. You're not happy within. When you're rude to other people, it's because you got rudeness within you. When you have hate and anger inside you, you're only going to express that. The most harmful things we ever do to another is because of the harm we have and pain we have within.
the average person will always stand in the stands. They will judge, criticize, raise, say that they were part of it, say that we won a World Series, or we won the championship, or we won the World Cup, when they were never even part of it at all. Because when you sit in the stands, you're watching someone else's success. When you sit in the stands, you're celebrating someone else's life. You're feeling like you were a part of that life in some way, shape, or form. And you'd rather just watch someone else do it instead of you make it your own. Because you, the problem is most people, an average person, doesn't want to face their fears. They want to run from them. They don't want to face their pain. They want to run from them. And so they never face the pain of what they're dealing within. They never, never try to grow and expand. They want to just have comfort. And you want to just have comfort and not grow. So as I finish up on this episode... What can you do not to not be average? What can you do to shift that perspective? What can you do if you have some of these quality traits that you don't, you're like, man, I don't want to have that. That sounds, oh shit, that doesn't sound good at all. It's simple. Focus on your growth. Number one, take responsibility of your life. Because the universe is always providing to you. It's always working for you. It's a law of creation. What you put out is coming back to you. So whatever you put out into the universe, it's responding whether you agree with it or not. Every thought, every emotion, every mood, whatever you focus on, you are attracting into your life. So be very conscious of what you focus on. Take responsibility of your life. Only you are responsible for it. And what comes in. If you don't like what you see, shift your focus. Second, enjoy sports teams. There's nothing wrong with it. I go to the Cubs, I go to about eight, nine Cubs games a year. Uh, I love to see them. I think they're a young group, new energy, and I love the barriers they break through. But see, what I extract from it is something that adds to my life. Something that I can use to take my life even further. When I see a player that's been a slump 0 for 40 or 1 for 2 for 40 or something like that. And then all of a sudden they just keep hacking away. You hear about how they're practicing more and more and they keep pushing themselves. Man, that inspires me to do more too. It inspires me to take it on more, take on more action. Then I enjoy seeing when they break through and see the success. And then I can look and go, you know what? That can be for me also. Just do the work. Stay consistent. Keep sharpening the knife. But the most important thing you can do to not be the average person is focus on yourself and growth every single day. Because that's what they're doing. Learn from others and make it your own. Don't learn from others and follow them like a robot. Hell, my whole podcast. Don't just listen to this and just take it as truth. Absolute. Take what feels right within your heart and make it yours. Change it up to where it works for you. Okay? That's the key behind this. So you look at your life and you're like, okay, focus on growth every single day. My goal every day is 1% growth. That's it. That's all I care about growing every day, 1%. Now, some may go, critics would be like, oh, that's not enough. You can't get that far to get successful and yada, yada, yada. Now say, okay. Obviously, you don't know math that well. If I grow 1% every single day, I will expand in a year five times, four to five maybe. If I just did a year, 1%, that's 365%. But then again, I'm growing 1% every single day. 
So that multiplies even more than that. So that's why I don't care about the massive growth. I just focus on me. The third thing is average people envy others. And that happens in sports, business, people who have money, and so forth. You need to stop envying others. Stop comparing yourself to others. That's what the average person does. Compare and only and compete only with yourself. And the thing is, compare at every week or every month where you're at in life and how you're growing. Because that is the only thing you need to compete with. That is the only thing you need to average with and to look at and reflect on. Because when you do that, that's where real growth is. That's where real expansion is. So stop looking at what others do and just do what you want to do. And last but not least, average people always follow what the what the, the masses do, right? It's, oh, this is the new thing to do. You know, chiropractors, we get bombarded with, you know, Facebook ads and all this other stuff. And this is how we should market. And our leadership tells us this is how we should see how many patients we need to see to be successful and all these different things. That's what our leadership says. Every industry has it. But the truth is, what is it that you want to do with your life? What is it that you want to do to pave your way? Forget what they do. What matters to you is what's important. Don't follow a fad. Don't follow the newest thing. Don't get caught up in that noise. The only noise you need to get caught up in is that inner voice within yourself. That's what non-average people do. They listen to the inner voice with themselves, regardless what the critics say, regardless of what they have. They don't like there's times I do meditations and I don't know what the heck the answer is. That these things come to me, this energy, this feeling, and I just feel like I need to go there. I don't know why, but I know it's right. And every time I've ever trusted that, whew, it was beyond what I ever thought. And I can't teach this, but I'm gonna work my ass off to try to figure out a way how to how to show it to somebody to know that feeling. So that you're truly living that inner compass of what you have and guiding you in your life to where you want to go. To be more fulfilled, inspired, and really discover your infinite potential. So forget the noise of what other people say and focus on the noise of what's in within. Because that's the noise that really matters at the end of the day. So, don't be average. Your true self, your spiritual self... The essence of who you really are, the non-physical, is an average. You see how that damages the soul? You're going against your soul when you become average. Your soul was created by God out of need, not a want. It was an absolute need. And you are so unique, based on the poly-exclusion principle, from quantum mechanics states, there are no two things that are alike in the whole entire universe and multiverse. There is no one else. There is no soul that's like you. So if you don't think you're unique in some way, just listen to that. And I've tested it over time. I've researched it over time. I challenged that thought over time. And still to this day, through all my experiences, that holds true very strongly. And more importantly, as I get older and the more I challenge it, the more true it becomes. So, share your light. Share your story and make your path. You're an amazing and beautiful light. Continue moving forward with it because if whether if you're a student, whether if you're a business owner, whether if you're whatever it may be, you're needed and you can share your light in so many ways to transform others. 
doesn't have to happen when you have something. It's who you have to be in shining that light at that level transforms everything. So thanks for tuning in. Thank you for listening to the podcast. For past shows, please visit www.empoweryourreality.com. I hope this show inspired you and added to your life to help you on the journey to rediscover who you really are. To connect with us on Facebook, please visit www.facebook.com forward slash Dr. Vic Manzo. Check us out on Twitter. The handle is Dr. Vic 21. Follow us on Instagram, www.instagram.com forward slash Dr. Vic Manzo. If you were inspired by the podcast, pay it forward by sharing it with someone who you know can benefit from it. Thank you again for listening to the Mindful Experiment podcast, sharing paths to help you rediscover your infinite potential. Thanks for tuning into the podcast. If you found this episode to be inspirational, pay it forward by sharing with someone that you know can benefit from this. If this is your first time tuning in, please follow us, connect with us so you don't miss another amazing episode. And until next time, keep rocking and rolling.